we were talking about how to approach people in public, how to be eager, but not too eager, how to see if there's an interest with somebody else, how to perceive red flags accurately. I mean, this is incredibly complex. How the fuck are we supposed to deal with this? Hey, lovebirds. Welcome to another edition of Free Love Advice. Today, we are exploring the nightmare that is early stage dating, which can be really hard and confusing for a lot of people, including myself. It's just really hard to know what to do and how to act. And we are going to explore how to pursue people, but not too much how to talk to strangers, how to date when you're not dating online, how to show interest but not too much. You know, these are all rules. And I like to say that I don't play games because I don't know the rules, but that's not entirely true. I do know some of the rules. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about fucking dating and how hard and messy and challenging and fun and exciting and sweet it can be. There's that whole concept of dialectics coming back up. This and that. You might notice that I I cut out a part of this conversation because I'm not quite ready to explore what it is that we talk about, but you're smart enough to extrapolate because we make some comments about early part of the conversation. But don't worry about that. We're going to touch on that next time. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. How are you feeling? I mean, I'm still nervous, but I'm actually really excited. Oh, good. So. <laughs> are we starting? <laughs> how, okay, how can I help you? I'm always ending up with unavailable men. Mm. Oh, okay. This is, so, why, this is why I'm here. Yeah, definitely. There is a trend in my life that they are always unavailable, but I do not uh, take those red flags right off the bat. Like right in the beginning, I kind of like, oh, well, maybe he'll change. Maybe, oh, I'll get over it. It's not that big of a deal. And then it's that big of a deal oh, in the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, emotional unavailability is still a bit of an aphrodisiac yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it could be exciting to know when something is just fucking wrong for you. I think that and I think it's I'm trying to prove I'm right for them. Ooh. It, and because I always put myself of, I mean, I have flaws, many of them, um, but I feel like I'm a very great partner. And I get that from a family standpoint, childhood standpoint of always being there for my friends and like just a little bit on a different level. When you're in my life, I'm going to be there for you no matter what. Um, what would your exes say? My recent ex, who still now wants me back. <laughs> oh, well, that's would, good. Um, 
It's good for your Yelp say that I'm Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, very supportive, very, very into it. He had a five-year-old son, so it was a different relationship that way and how to be there for two people. Some would say probably I come on too strong too fast mm. where I want it right away. Yeah. Um, or I don't yeah, let things just happen naturally. Mm. But when I do, I find out you're not really wanting to commit. I'm fun. We have great sex and I'm being, I'm letting you come to me. Like it's easy for them. Right. So I'm never the type of person to be one of the females that are like, you don't like me. Okay. Bye. I'm more like, if I want to text you, I'm going to text you. If I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you. If I want to hang out with you, I'm going to ask you. But I might not be receiving that from them right. when I want that. I mean, that's pretty telling. Yeah. The amount of energy that somebody shows or uses to contact you or to connect with you is sort mm -hmm. of indicative of how interested they are. Mm -hmm. This is a really challenging situation. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like you really want to be in partnership and you meet people that you seemingly have a good connection with. Yeah. But it also sounds like you're doing most of the work. Yes. Because you want it. Because I want it. And and you and you see yourself as a good partner. Yeah. I think I get scared if I don't communicate often that I'll be forgotten by that person sort of right. thing. Just because, especially how I meet lately, if it's just been on dating sites. So... For them, it could be like, met me tonight, met someone else tomorrow. And then if I don't follow up with them, then it's in oh. their head, oh, I'm not interested. Okay. What a nightmare. It's just awful. <laughs> it is awful. It is awful. And there's, especially in a city this size, there's right. no shortage of, of other players. Nope. It just keeps going and going. It's a never-ending scroll of people, faces. Right. Yep. And I think that's kind of where I am of, how do I set myself apart to want someone to want to hang out with me? It's now you're talking about like, how do you make yourself a more attractive, viable well, partner instead of instead? And this is just what I'm yeah, hearing totally. instead of just really fully believing that you're an amazing person mm -hmm. and that you will meet that amazing person that right. you don't have to change anything about who you are. Right. Unless there's like some gross, oh. <laughs> you know, like whatever yeah. behaviors and or characteristics <laughs> that are like a huge turnoff. Right. Barring that, yeah. we attract people. Right. right. You know? Yeah. And I've been working on it too of just keep doing you you have family and friends that support who you are now and that partner should be doing the same. I think I just get so excited in meeting that person. And because I don't date multiple people or casually, I'm stuck to that one person. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. And I don't think that's such a terrible thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's sort of an old school way of dating and it might take a little bit longer, but you're right. also more present. Right. Because you're not, your energies aren't like dispersed amongst other potential suitors. Right. Right. Yeah. That's tough. But perhaps the challenge is actually letting people pursue you instead of you pursuing them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was thinking that in my head right now of, I don't, again, that's like weird to me. I don't like 
being, you know, of you go out with someone and then if I'm thinking of them, I want to tell them right. and let them know. Um, whereas if I don't, am I playing a game? Am I just waiting for them sort of thing? Wow. But like you said, if someone's thinking of you, wants to pursue you, then you'll get that. And if you don't, then <laughs> I mean, it's it, a it, check in or, you know. Yeah. Like we said, it's indicative of, of where they're at. I mean, there are some people that are just terrible communicators, but for Absolutely. the most part, if I'm interested in somebody, I also let them know right. and I do my part, right? right. It, it has to be a give and take. I don't think it's playing games, but mm -hmm. there has to be some receiving. They can't right. just all be giving. Right. And if you're if you're giving and you're not receiving, then you need to sort of question the level of engagement that the other person is right. you know, is committed to. Right. Yeah. I think talking through too of you know, I'm on that fence of how do I casually date even when my situation now, or be the person that wants a partnership. And maybe it's opening myself up to casually dating socially, not rather than, you know, being a little vulnerable of meeting new people and not focusing on one person and see how that meshes <laughs> with me and like, you know, my head. But um, yeah, I don't know. You could try yeah. to go on a date with two different people in like the same week or right. so, or like whatever your right. your thing is and you could even try it with this person right now. Mm -hmm. You could say, "Hey, I really enjoy spending time with you. I obviously you know would like for this to be a little bit more serious than it is, but right. I understand and appreciate that that's not what you're available for. And since I am looking for a partnership, I think I would like to also maybe date somebody else while we date because I still like spending time with you. Right. Yeah. You could try. I mean, you like this person. Yes. Yep. Okay. We were just talking about maybe ending it forever. <laughs> right. You could now maybe try something that you've never tried before, which is date somebody that you like, but mm -hmm. also be open to meeting somebody else. Right. Right. I mean, it's you not, lose. it's like a, not a wild concept. No, no. I mean, it is for me, definitely other people do it and I've seen it. <laughs> um, yeah, there's something, one, like, where do you find the time <laughs> to even, like, date multiple people or try to do that? And, I mean, again, it all comes back to the feeling in my gut of, like, no, I just want to focus on, like, me and then one other person, you know? I I, I do know. Yeah. Because I've tried all the different all styles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, people in Europe... I, 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 I live in Montreal and there's a lot of French people mm -hmm. there from France mm -hmm. and they don't comprehend the dating multiple people. They oh, just okay. date one person at a time. Oh. So it's a very North American thing. So I should move there. Yeah, move to Europe. Right. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I don't know about all of Europe, but maybe just France. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does that parlez-vous français? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, you'll, you'll pick it up. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, yeah, you seem like a very smart person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think um, I'm at a point where I turned 30 this year I have a great job, definitely worked on myself a lot this year, like where I came from. So I know what I want, what I need, what I deserve mostly. And I have yet one relationship that hasn't just completely fucked me somehow. Mm. Um, Maybe you were in a different phase of your life now. Yeah. Where relationships will stop fucking you. I hope so. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Which I, that's why I want to 
yeah, I want to not have that pattern anymore. And if there is something that something or someone that, you know, sometimes we need encouragement or courage from someone else or insight from someone else that kind of like a light bulb clicks and it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing and I don't deserve that. I want this. We can run our own thoughts all day, but to speak us out loud also helps. Yeah. But sometimes I definitely think I'm trying to find it too fast. But I also, you know, what I don't know what too fast is or if that other person does want to pursue you too, then I think that just works, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be some sort of reciprocal yeah. energy. Right. And if it's all one-sided, then yep. it feels a little bit like taking advantage of yeah. or being taken advantage of. Yep, definitely. Yeah, there's just something that I flock to <laughs> unavailable men. <laughs> I mean... Or stick with it, I guess, knowing that they're unavailable. I, well, it's safe. Right. It's yeah. actually safe to be with unavailable people because they're not, it's not going to get too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get too intimate. Mm-hmm. There's no, you already know that it's not going to work. Mm. And so there's really very low pressure. Right. Because you're not really investing in something that might further down the line totally devastate you. It's true. We already know it's like this isn't really going to go anywhere. It's going to be sad, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be devastating. It's not going to be a heartbreak. Right. And that's the big risk. Right. Is that somebody's going to leave. Right. Or that the love will run out. Mm-hmm. So if you start off with unavailable people, there's no risk. It's so weird because then I sometimes see it of, I mean, that's not weird. That's, yes, I'm over here like, well, yeah, but in like three months, like how could he not want to be with me? And that's like the other side too. I mean, that that's just wishful thinking. <laughs> I know. It's it's like uh, that's my hopefulness for sure. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, no, it's not going to end. It's just no. <laughs> that's like going to the hardware store for bread. Yeah, they don't sell it. They don't, and they're not gonna three months down the road. No matter how many different ways you ask for it, or yep. if you ask for tortillas, they the guys like, oh, dude, we sell tools. Yeah, you know, hope springs eternal. Yeah. So it's all very safe, but it's right. it's sort of, it's not what you want. Yeah, totally. So now we're back to fucking flushing the dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and finding uh, someone that's more appropriate. appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, it comes the question of the online dating or being social and coming from the Midwest. You know, I'm not from here. Um, I have my circle of people, but I definitely don't get out as much. Um, and just like finding that confidence of when I'm out to approach people, you know, but what a nightmare. I don't know. How, that's why I say I don't know how to date. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, uh, yeah. It's a nightmare, but it's also, it's also really beautiful to be able to meet people in public. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's challenging and it's scary and mm-hmm. you sort of have to like bolster all, muster up all the courage that you can and, right. and sort of go for it and right. also learn ways to start conversations with perfect strangers. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you got that, you right. got at least a little foot in the door. Right. And if there is some interest on the other party, then hopefully they can sort of, you know, you guys mm-hmm. can co-create a conversation that might lead to something. Yep, absolutely. But this, I mean, you talk about a city where... 
I mean, right. There's no shortage of people here, right? That are in their 30s, doing cool stuff. Yeah, you know, working, working out, being active, being social. Yep. Uh, they can pull you out of your little Midwest <laughs> <laughs> habitat shell yes. thing. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have to you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Online dating is interesting. It, it you can get good at dating mm-hmm. on online dating, but it doesn't give you any of the basics for how to start conversations with strangers, mm-hmm. how to ask people if they're single, mm-hmm. how to ask people out on dates, like all that stuff is sort of implied right. with online dating. Oh, it's right. sort of implied that they're single. Right. So in real life, most people aren't single. It's, mm-hmm. it's my experience that they're not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you got to muster up all the courage right. to even start a conversation with them. Then at some point, you have to figure out if uh, there's a potential for you guys to go on a date. Yeah. And I don't ask out people that already have partners because it's really awkward awkward. to ask somebody out and they go like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in a relationship. And you're like, okay. I mean, it's it's not, it gets better. Right. But you can also say, you know, oh, hey, I'm really enjoying this conversation. I'm just curious. Are you single? Right. And they could be like, I am single. And Mm -hmm. then you can go, oh, well, in that case, would you like to continue this some other time over maybe a drink right? or some food or mm-hmm. a walk up Bernal Hill, whatever. Yeah. And, or they can say, actually, no, I'm not. And you go, oh, that's too bad. I was going to ask you out on a date. But you know, yeah. uh, in that case, why don't you just have a great old day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you give them a high five and you peace out. Yeah. Before it gets too awkward. Yep. Oh. But this stuff they don't teach you. No, they don't. Uh, and you're you're 30 now? 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go kids now, like teens, like will just grow up with social media as their only way That's of true. connecting with people. Yep. And so you're still you're like on the cusp. Yes. Yeah. You still got people skills. Um, I I feel like I mean, being a bartender back home, I definitely know, but it's also created a huge like wall of I'm behind the bar. Don't fuck with me. Don't talk to me. You're drunk. I don't want you flirting with me. Unless I want you flirting. <laughs> Unless I want you flirting. Then I'll, I'll choose. <laughs> I'll give you an extra I'll drink on the house. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> um, and so coming out here, there's just, it's so much and the diversity. And um, I remember when I first moved out here, we went to a sports bar in the marina thinking that that would be the most normal place that we'd feel like at home coming from the Midwest. Bar none? Uh, yeah, the yard. Brickyard? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've been to bar none. <laughs> One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Good beer pong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, or and bus stop. Bus stop has all of my money in that jukebox. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we went and we were watching a Packer game and we bought shots for these guys next to us and they didn't even take them. They looked at us like we were freaking crazy. And they were like, these are for us? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, why? And I'm like, oh, God. I was like, all right, I'm over it already. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so now being in the mission, it's a little different. It's definitely more my vibe. Um, But I've never had the courage of going up to someone and like having the confidence to do so. Or yeah. like you said, how do you start a conversation? Um, and online dating is you have a text conversation and then you get it all out of the way and then you see them and you're like, I feel like I already know you. Yeah. What do we talk about? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's going to be putting myself, being vulnerable again. 
not, I mean, yeah, not too vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, this is what people used to do all the time. I know. I feel like I'm this person. I was like, do you get outside at all? Like, do you know what's going on out there? People are doing this every day. They really are. <laughs> some people are. Yeah. And you'll, you'll meet people that uh, aren't tethered to their phone. Yeah. And that are willing to chat with you. Yeah. You just have to sort of get good at starting conversations with strangers. Right. Yeah. So, and that's tough. Mm-hmm. I'll give you my my number one line. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is the thing. Uh, my, the, my listeners are probably tired of hearing it, but I'll <laughs> give it to you. What's exciting in your world? Hmm. That's it. Try it. Try it with like everybody. Yeah. But don't even ask people how they're doing. Just be like, hey, what's exciting in your world? Yeah. You could, you'll forget. You'll ask them how they're doing and they'll be like, fine. And you'll be like, good. And then, the light you, <laughs> and then it's over. And the conversation is over. <laughs> and then you can go, what's exciting in your world? And they'll be like, oh. And hopefully they'll tell you. Yeah. And it's usually positive. Mm-hmm. And they're usually going to give you something that they're kind of like jazzed about. Absolutely. And then you can go like, oh, Mexico? I've been to Mexico. Yep. Where are you going? <laughs> you know, like you can just go anywhere really right. if they're willing to play with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if it goes, it goes. And if it doesn't go, mm-hmm. it's over. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. Bus drivers, baristas, yeah. uh, checkers at the grocery store. <laughs> if there's enough time to have yeah. a conversation, start having it. Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll be imp- you'll be sort of like impressed that people have there are like willing to engage. Yeah. And whether it goes somewhere or not, I always think about of how do you make someone else's day just one person and it could be that awkward question of me asking them out at the register <laughs> i'm like what is something exciting in your world yeah yeah it, it's it's a beautiful question yeah I, I heard it at harbin hot springs and i thought it was like the just the lamest hippie you know conscious mm-hmm. being heart chakra question <laughs> and i got like sort of like you know who the fuck are you to ask me that? <laughs> then i realized just how powerful it is because yeah. people will open up about really positive stuff right usually it doesn't yeah we don't talk about the positive stuff usually at all it, it works wonders at the air at the airline to get either oh. like you know the exit <laughs> row seat yes. or like things that you now have to pay for right Man, this woman just, she was like, what? And I go, what's exciting in the world? She was like, I got six dogs. I was like, what? <laughs> what? What are their names? And she just like starts rattling them off. Oh and gosh. she was so excited to talk about her dogs. That's awesome. But you can't just bring that shit up if there isn't an opening. Right. So that's a good opening. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Um, you could challenge yourself to not bumble date yeah. for, you know, a right. month or right. whatever. Right. And you can go and start conversations with perfect strangers. Yep. Try it out. Here's another. You want another one? Yeah. For for a part. This is for parties. Do you okay. go to parties? No. Will it work in a bar? Um. Yeah. It'll work like in a, a big, bar. Big crowd. Yeah. yeah okay. it, no. Any any crowd actually. Oh hey, I haven't met you yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get through that without thinking of this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be like, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh hey, I haven't met you yet. I'm yeah, Sean. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm Sarah. Yeah. And and because that sort of denotes that uh, I'm here to meet people. Mm-hmm. And it's normal for me to introduce myself to people. Mm-hmm. And I'm now meeting you. Right. Let's talk. Yeah. 
I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. And then you can be like, if it doesn't work out, you're like, okay, I'm going to go meet more people now. And then you leave. And then leave. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I, it wasn't like, you know, my situation is not like juicy, anything like, you know, but it's definitely, I mean, for me to even be this far and start dating again and kind of doing what I don't do this, like this year has been like huge for me, but I always like, I always try to give it like 100%. And so I, I go a little too far sometimes where I'm like, dang it, Holly, you knew this from the start. Yeah. Um, so you should have, now you're in another predicament of like, how do you have this conversation? Um, but Wait, de- which conversation? Well, with the current. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Cause yeah. You, Cause there were red flags that you sort of. Yeah. I that- think I just push it a little bit too much, you know, and, and push it to be there. And, and that's what I feel like I've done in actually like a lot of relationships. If I just, nope, we're good. Yeah. We're dating. What is he? Is where I've never met him. Oh, oh we're so dating. Yeah. <laughs> We're like we're so dating. We're very serious. <laughs> this sounds like an opportunity for you to sort of take a step back yeah. from people that you're dating and let them take a step forward. And if they don't, mm-hmm. it's it's you know, yeah, it's hard to handle. Yeah, and I've never felt someone truly pursue me, so I'm I'm looking for that. Well, that's because. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but like people, men, you date men? Men. Mm-hmm. Generally, nowadays, don't know how to pursue mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. And also, I understand mm-hmm. it's now like dangerous to pursue women. Oh, right. So I think there's like a, this weird thing happening where sure. men are so terrified. Some men, other men don't give a fuck. Right. And I, I don't know, I don't know what to say about that, but some men who are, are now extra sensitive mm-hmm. about approaching women because they really don't want to be perceived as uh, a predator or creepy in Cre- any way. Absolutely. No, I get that. Definitely for in person. It's it's even more of um if I start a conversation and ask like, hey, how is the rest of your weekend? Then you just tell me about your weekend and there's just there's no follow up of how's yours? Like, did you have fun? Did you do anything exciting? It's like, okay. So you don't you're not interested. Yeah, so those why are people are that still... aren't interested. Yeah. If they don't ask an and you question. Yeah. I mean, of course there's some drop off every now and then. We can't just say and you all the time. <laughs> right. It's gotta end somewhere and then it's gotta get picked back up. Right. There has to be some back and forth. Yeah. If there's no back and forth, it's nothing. It's it's not it's not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Less benefit of the doubt. Less benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds like you have to be the pursuer at the very get at the very beginning Mm -hmm. with people in person, Mm -hmm. and then if there is some sort of uh, connection there, right, sort of step back a little bit. Yeah, in a way that doesn't feel like a game. Right, right, and yeah, I can't look at it as that. This is a very complex. It you don't you don't think it's juicy, but I think it's pretty juicy. Yeah, because it's very nuanced. What we're talking about, we're yeah. talking about how to approach people in public. We we're talking about how to be eager but not too eager. Mm-hmm. How to see if there's an interest with somebody else. How to perceive red flags accurately. I mean, this is incredibly complex. How the fuck are we supposed to deal with this? Yeah. 
that's I don't know. We're talking through it. <laughs> you just got yeah. you got to do the best you can yeah. with what you have and yeah. and we learn from past experience. I'm not going to call them mistakes because I don't really think that there are mistakes. I think I don't either. We just keep doing the shit and then yep. after a while we go fuck man that hurts or it's not working anymore. Yep. I got to do something else. Yep. Yeah. Every single one like friendships even just growth. All I see from all of my past relationships is growth. Um, from this too, you know, of, I think, you know, you look at certain dating and society of your friends are like, oh, he's just playing games. It's like, well, no, just take it for what you think it is and like how far you want to take it. And I need to start like just listening to myself too. Um, if I'm searching for advice, it probably means that I should probably go with my gut. Well, you know, advice is the thing that you already know that you don't want to do. Yes. You just need someone else to tell you. Yeah. There was a more elegant way of saying that. My (laughs) friend knows exactly what it is, but I always forget. (laughs) You often know what you need to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was more of, yeah, gain that confidence to do what I know what I need to do and then how to move forward from it and change a few things like you just said. Um, try, try, try a few things, not change. Try, try. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always excited about the possibilities mm-hmm. because now we're talking about trying new things. We're right. talking about talking to strangers mm-hmm. that you might be attracted to. Right. We're also talking, talking about talking to strangers that you're not attracted to, to get the practice. Get and then we're also talking about maybe seeing what it feels like to date one person while going on a date with somebody else. Right. It might be a total nightmare. Yeah. You might hate it. And just stress out yeah, the whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> might. It's just all anxiety. You might feel so bad. Yeah. Or it might be fine. And then you realize that you actually have the capacity to mm-hmm. date more than one person in like a sort of a surface level until more feelings are developed. Right. We don't know. Yeah. Never tried it. Mm-hmm. Try it. Yep. And just listening to those red flags or just knowing... Yeah, what you need just on a basic level. If I'm not getting it, then it's, yeah, I don't want to try too hard anymore. <laughs> just think about the hardware store. Yeah. <laughs> no bread. Not giving you a muffin either. There's no, <laughs> There's no, no bread, no, no muffins, no tortillas at the hardware store. <laughs> I love but that. But if you need nuts and bolts, they got you covered. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. No, very great takeaways. Um I'm gonna. I'm gonna message you and be like, I talked to five strangers today. <laughs> I we're gonna do a follow up. Yes, I love it. <laughs> do a follow up in a couple of months and see what's changed. Okay, perfect. Sounds love, good. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. After recording my intro, I also realized that the beginning of this episode is a little bit about dating unavailable people. And instead of re-recording the intro and adding that in, I'm just adding it in at the end because that's the kind of day I'm having. It's Canada Day, actually, and I'm at home recording this, this podcast and editing this podcast. And I'm totally okay with that because I love this work. I really, really love this work. And I get messages from people 
like on a weekly basis saying that they really, really connect with my work. And it, it is so incredible to hear from you. So if you want to reach out to me to say anything, feedback, comment, compliment, hate mail, whatever, Sean at thelovedrive.com. That's S-H-A-U-N. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Sort of a thank you. A thank you. And if you feel like reaching out to me, do it. Don't, don't be shy. Have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful week. I let that song run out all the way because I really like that song. And if you did too, I wanted you to hear it. Bye.